committee to House Bill 3589 to order uh, so we can try to deal with this and hopefully pass a good piece of legislation. We have Chairman Allison uh, by phone, and we welcome you. Every other member of the subcommittee is here. Don, I'm going to call on you and the staff, anybody that wants to, to tell us the major differences uh, between these two bills, and then I'll call on the chairman of the Senate Education Committee. Uh, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, the What I have presented in front of you, the version in all black, is a side-by-side -side of the current bills in the from the Senate and from the House. Um, Miss Sally Sally did this for us, and um, so I appreciate her doing that. Um, but that is the shows the difference in a side-by-side -side position as to what the differences are. I've also put in front of you another document, same document, but you'll see a lot of it is in red. Um, the compromise, I believe, that Senator uh, Hembury and Representative Allison, um, both the chairman of the Education Committees, have had a conversation and would propose uh, the language that's in the red. So everything in the red on both sides would be added back into the uh, proposed conference amendment. Um, and then the, excuse me, Donna, yes, and sir? then the black would be deleted. Yes, sir. It would all only be the red. That's correct. Um, we're not adding in any new material that does not currently appear either in the Senate version or the House version. So it is, we're taking what is in, has been passed by both houses and combining them together. And you will see that the, the one piece on the front page shall disclose the financial model to be used in the Senate version. That would be added back in. As you recall, that was a debate on the floor of the Senate for that particular that particular clause so we are adding that back in uh, into that to the house house version and on page two you will see that this is again this is a piece that the senate had that we had a little bit of debate about on the floor uh, more for accountability issues so we're putting that back in um, and then everything else is really just uh, more grammatical and language type issues and I know Pierce has done a lot of work on this um, he may have I don't know if he has any additional information to add from the house side okay Pierce uh, thank you thank you senator and no thank you Don I think you covered everything uh, very very well I, th I think that looks very good thank you okay uh, Senator Maury thank you mr. chairman just to highlight that there were three um, what I would call substantive differences between the two bills and I'm going to draw your attention to on that first page where the the Senate version in in red the first difference was and shall disclose the financial model to be used that would be as part of the original the initial plan that a school of or a school of innovation might be presenting to a district and ultimately to the to the State Department um, but, but they would be required as that was an amendment that we that we uh, added in the Senate um, they would be required as part of that plan to disclose how they intend to pay for what they're, they're planning to do. Pretty basic, you know, good stuff. Um, and the the in discuss, discussions with with Chairman Allison, she was um, uh, felt that agreed with that that was that was a, a worthwhile policy objective and agreed that that should be included in the bill in our conversations. The second place I would draw your attention is on this on the House side, about halfway down the. Um, 
about halfway down the page, and you'll see it's underlined. It's in red and it's underlined, and it says, provided a district may not design designate all schools in the district as schools of innovation. So um, this was, there was, a, as you may recall, in the Senate, um, we had put in an amendment that all districts could be, uh, could be um, characterized or could be um, approved as schools of innovation. Uh, I, it was kind of an amendment. I, I think that the I think the law allowed that anyway, but we added it in. Um, the, the House felt very strongly that there should be at, le at least one school that was not a school of innovation. And this really connects back to, and I don't want to pick on anybody, but it connects back to one district that used this statute to essentially do nothing more than change the school calendar, which is not that's not a school of innovation. That's just a crafty way to get around the school calendar. And so having the, had the experience of that um, abuse is probably a little bit strong, but um, uh, um, creativity is a better word. Uh, having had the experience of that creativity, uh, the House fought very strongly that, you know, we didn't want to have that happen again. That would, this would prevent that. Um, the third point that, that was a point of contention, uh, and I'll take you to page two at the very top of the page, on the right-hand side, on the House side, it's, it's labeled subparagraph D. Um, the House put this provision in once approved by the State Board. School of Innovation designations for four years from the date of approval, and it kind of goes through that. Uh, later on in the statute, and it was, I think it was more an oversight than intentional, later on in the statute, it, the statute provides part of the statute that we didn't deal with, that we didn't touch on. Um, it provides that they have to, they're up for review every three years and that it has to be, you know, reapproved every three years. So, um, and that's sort of how, you know, the schools that have done it have set up their programs around that three-year calendar date. So, um, you know, that's really already covered in another section. So, um, um, the chairman, Chairman Allison, uh, agreed that this really wasn't necessary and, and would, you know, recommend that we take that that paragraph out. Those were the three substantive differences. Um, you know, that's that. I hope that uh, highlights those, and I'll be happy to answer any questions that I can I can answer on them. Okay. Any questions, Chairman Allison? I'm gonna call on you if you have any comments or thoughts that you would like to add to what Senator Morey has said. Thank you, Senator Setzler. Um, certainly, I want to thank you for this consideration this morning of, of letting me phone in. And the other thing is I want to thank the staff, both Donna and Pierce, for the, the work that they have done. And certainly, Senator Hembry, Chairman of Senate Education, and I did have a conversation. And we went over the points that he has brought out to each of you this morning, and we came to the conclusion that this would be the best for this um, legislation to go forward, and I am in agreement with what he said this morning. So if there's any questions concerning that, I'll be glad to answer. Okay, thank you. Any questions by the committee? Senator Morey, I want to go back to this one section. You said it that they're authorized for three years, if I understood it now, under what's proposed. Let's assume they go in it two years and they want to get out of it. Can they get back out after two, or do they have to keep it for three? Just oh no, no, they could get out whenever they want. Okay, that's um, why they could terminate. Assume, but I wanted to hear you. Say yeah, that. they could terminate it. It, it <laughs> they could get out anytime they want. They just can't extend it to four without review and approval. Gotcha. Okay. Any true. other questions by any member of the uh, conference committee, Sumter? I, I do. Right. Want, I do want to get a little more clarification because 
you mentioned that there's one district right now. <laughs> I, I didn't mention which, which district, Senator, but there was a district you, that was... You piqued my interest. Uh, yes, well, perhaps. I, I'm not really surprised. <laughs> so the, at, at this point, I think they're one year into a three-year program. Is that correct? No, that's not correct. I think they've concluded that pro I'm looking out in the audience. I, I, I think they're a little farther along than that, and they may have reached the end of it or close to the end of it. Okay, so this would keep them yes, from sir. being able to... To use that particular tool for that purpose. That model. That model for that purpose, I, yes, it would. It would. I hear what you're saying. I'm trying to understand the impact of it. Well, it it means that they're not going to that district would not be able to use this model to av somehow avoid or not avoid, but to alter the school calendar. Where do we stand on the school calendar now? Or is that something we're doing annually, or we're we're locked in on it right now? We're locked in on it right now. Okay. So from this point forward, they would have to follow the correct the calendar as in correct. statute. And, and I'm, I don't, I'm not revealing any, I don't think I'm revealing any confidences. I hope I'm not. I am, well, I'll put it this way. I've been told in no uncertain terms that uh, if they were to present that plan again to the state school board, it would not be approved. So that's, I think there's a, just a kind of a strong feeling that that really wasn't what this statute was intended to do. Any other questions by any member of the conference committee? Hearing none, do I have a motion? Motion to adopt. A I have a motion and a second to adopt the conference report as uh, given to you. All those in favor say aye. aye. All aye. opposed, no. The ayes have it, and we stand adjourned. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you sir. Thank you. Thank you.